Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This hair-raising tale, Story Club members, might make you stay away from chatty arachnids. It's one I call Barn Spider. Lane Marshall enjoyed his time on the farm. He loved the fresh air. He loved all of the animals like pigs, cows, horses, and sheep. He loved the sound of the gurgling brook next to his grandfather's farmhouse. But most of all, he loved talking to Carl the spider. He'd quite accidentally bumped into Carl when he was walking out of the barn one evening. Carl was a barn spider that had made an oval web. The arachnid was just bundling up a fly that had flown into a sticky trap as Lane was walking out. The web broke on Lane's face. He had made a quick frantic motion to get the webbing off his face, hoping that the owner of the web wasn't in his hair. Thank goodness he wasn't. Carl the spider had managed to shimmy up a strand of nylon webbing just in time. The spider, however, had lost his evening meal. That really won't do, spindly Carl said to the boy in the tiniest voice. Whoa, who said that? Lane asked, looking around for the speaker. That would be me. No, 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 not over there. Up here. Lane glanced up and saw a bulbous body with furry brown and white legs bundled up into a ball. Eight tiny black eyes watched his every movement. Though the tiny creature was a thousand times smaller than Lane, it still sent a chill down his spine. We have a problem, Carl the spider said. I was about to enjoy a nice fresh supper and you spoiled it. Oh, sorry about that. Well, sorry is fine and all, but it really doesn't fill my belly now, does it? No, I guess not. Lance saw the husk of a dead fly in the dirt. He picked it up with his thumb and forefinger and raised it as an offering to the spider. Um, here you go. Spiders only eat their meals while they're still wiggling. Discard that useless thing. 
I will get you a fly, Lane promised. Lots of them. I fell asleep with my window open yesterday and there's tons in my room now. With a jar and a butterfly net, I can nab them in no time. My name's Lane, by the way. Appreciate it, Lane. Lane went into the house, grabbed the fly-catching supplies, and returned with a glass peanut butter jar with 13 flies buzzing around within. He'd poked holes in the lid of the jar with an ice pick so they could breathe. Here you go. Fine. Just set them down there. I must rebuild my web and go hungry tonight, but tomorrow I shall dine like a king. And the next day, Carl the spider did just that, as Lane carefully fed his new eight-legged friend the fresh insects, opening the jar and letting them fly into the web. The spider bound each of them up for safekeeping and placed them into his parlor. Now that you are good as your word for by bringing me all those flies, what can I do for you? I doubt you can do anything. You're too small. Hmm, I see, said Carl the spider. I'm too small for my age, too, if that makes you feel any better, said Lane. I love playing basketball at school, but I'm always chosen last. Jerks like Doug Rubio, Matt Patterson, and Chad Williams are always picking on me and calling me shrimp, peewee, shorty, or small fry. I hate it. Just because you're small, Lane, it doesn't mean that you're insignificant. Look at me. I'm the king of the barn. Yeah, but you're a spider. You can do amazing things like shoot webbing out of your butt and freak people out. Spiders scare most people despite your small size. I'll tell you what. Since you helped me, I can help you. Carl the spider drifted down on a strand of webbing in front of Lane's face. What can you do? Well, I'm a special spider. What is so special about you, Carl? Well, first of all, how many spiders have you actually spoken to, silly boy? Yeah, good point. If you'll allow me to bite you, Lane, I can help you solve your troubles. Um, I am so not letting a spider bite me. Trust me, I am the non-venomous type, but my saliva sacs do carry exceptional properties. Like what? You must have faith, Lane, and you'll barely feel it. Lane thought about it. Carl the spider creeped him out enough. I mean, he liked the spider, but Carl was still a freaking spider. Letting Carl bite him was next level. Well, thought Lane, he did say it would be relatively painless. One out of ten quadrillion spiders have access to this power. His arachnid friend added. And the ones that do, well, we steer clear of humans as they're not too kind to our kind if you know what I mean. Fine, Carl, but just a tiny little bite, okay? Hold up your right hand, Lane, palm facing down. Lane did as instructed, with a grimace. The spider descended on his strand of web, alighted on Lane's hand, and crawled around. Lane started shaking, not from fear, but because Carl's tiny feet were so ticklish. Stop jiggling, Carl the spider said. Lane held still and turned away. He couldn't look. A moment later, he felt a tiny prick like from that of a pin. Ouch, you said it wouldn't hurt. And it didn't, Carl said, climbing up his strand of webbing back into his home. Now what? Now you wait. Patience. Just like I must do every day waiting for a meal to fly by and happen into my web. Lane waited for three days, but nothing happened. So he waited three more. It was his final day to leave his grandfather's farm and head back to town. Back to home. 
He walked over to the web to say goodbye to Carl, but the spider was nowhere to be found. He ventured inside the barn, searching for his spider friend, but to no avail. Then Lane felt strange. His arms and legs started growing longer. Then two more sets of legs jutted out from his sides. He felt himself growing bigger, and then he could see, see much better than before, up and down and all around, like a spider. He was turning into a spider, a a giant spider. Lane kept growing, his body thickening with coarse hair, his clothing shredding to rags, and he grew until his back touched the rafters of the barn, and he broke through the roof. He was a barn spider, all right. A spider as big as a barn. And hungry. He knew just where he wanted to go. And he started crawling back to town to pay a little visit to his mean classmates, Doug, Matt, and Chad. He had a bone to pick with each of them. Their bones. Wow, talk about a spider, man. This is quite the different experience than the one we're used to. It's kind of like Charlotte's Web meets Godzilla, am I right? Well, at least for Lane Marshall, he won't be called small anymore. But now, he has a whole bunch of tangled webs to weave. (laughs) Did you love the story? Do you have ideas you want to share with me for other chilling tales? Then email me at ivy at gokidgo.com. I love your messages, beloved listeners. And come back tomorrow for another episode, because every story club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.